Welcome back to Hot Flashes and Cool Topics, the podcast for women in midlife and beyond. At Hot Flashes and Cool Topics, we talk about anything and everything to do with midlife. My name is Colleen. My name is Bridget. And guys, we are at the final episode of season two today. We survived another season, Bridget. Wow. This is amazing. It's crazy. It's crazy. We are just so grateful for every person who listens to this show We want you guys to know that coming next week, we have a bunch of new features that are going to be coming on the show. We have some like surprises for you guys. We're expanding with some great partnerships and we've already started working on our 10 days of holiday giveaways because guys, this year's is really going to be amazing. And so just thank you, thank you, thank you to every single person who listens, who shares our podcast, because it's really through word of mouth that we are growing so much. It is. It's been great. I, I am still just, it's unbelievable. Right. Surreal. We've right? done this. Yes. How much we've learned in the past two years and all the wonderful people that we've had a chance to talk to. It, it's been incredible. I still can't believe it. It's it's amazing. And it's because of you guys that we continue to do this. And honestly, our excitement just grows. It just every episode, every season, we think of more topics. We talk to women, we get out there and we listen to what you're saying and what you want to hear. And remember, hot flashes, cool topics at gmail.com. If you want specific topic discussed, we are not the experts, but we will find the person who has the answer to your questions. And one of the questions we get a lot is about women, clothing, hot flashes, keeping cool. So we thought a great episode to end season two would be with Cucumber Clothing and the founders, Eileen Willett and Nancy Zethman. They are a company that's out of the UK, but they ship internationally. They ship for free. They really try to be sustainable clothing, which is something that we think is really important. And they also have great basics for travel, dresses, tops, bottoms, jumpsuits. But the most amazing thing is that the technology that they use is soft, but you can literally wear it all day, sleep in it, and wear it the next day. They don't want you to wash the clothes that often. That was so amazing to hear that people really wash their clothing too much. I was so surprised about that. Um, Exactly. And that their clothes, cucumbers, fabrics, last up to six times longer than cotton, which is great because, you know, I have shirts that I'll buy, especially in summertime with white shirts. And by the time you wear them a couple of times, the sweat stains are so bad that you can't wear it anymore. And I don't like that because no. I don't like spending money on nice clothes and I sweat. And they're them. ruined. And then they're ruined. Yeah. But that, that volcanic technology in this clothing is amazing. It really is. It's breathable. It's anti-crease. So you could put it in a suitcase, roll it up. It's not going to be a problem. It's quick dry, sustainable, machine washable, and you just hang dry. So it's really great. And we thought a great episode to end season two would be talking about clothing that may or may not end up in our 10 days of holiday giveaways. We're not going to give away any secrets, Mm. but they have signature Jersey, which I love soft. Like for, for me, I don't know about you, Bridget, it's all about comfort and being. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, that's important. And it's definitely becoming more important at as I age is comfort, but you still want to look nice. So that is what is so great with it. Plus, if you can travel and you don't have to keep washing your clothing, that's less stuff that you have to pack than your right. suitcase or whatever, your backpack, whatever is going to be. And you don't lighter. feel like, oh gosh, do I smell like you're not smelling yes. your shirt after your, you know, because they said active wear you can run around all day and you don't worry about it. But with your clothing, it's a different 
you yes. know, situation. Plus they have cashmere type clothing and it feels like silk. So mm-hmm. you can dress it up or down. And we are excited to start this conversation with Nancy and Eileen. We also wanted to share with our listeners that from September 22nd to October 22nd, Cucumber Clothing will be offering a promotional code for our listeners. It's hot. 20 H-O-T-20 for 20% off across all styles with the exception of loan to own. So make sure to check out their website, cucumberclothing.com. Welcome back to Hot Flashes and Cold Topics. We are so excited today to have the founders of Cucumber Clothing on. Today we have Nancy Zeffman and Eileen Willett. So thank you for being on the show today. Thanks for inviting us. Thank you for having us. Yeah, we are just, we were thrilled to find out about this company. And, you know, I really want to know, first of all, what sparked the idea? How did you two get started? Nancy and I have been friends for almost 20 years. Um, We are, two of our kids are great friends. They were great friends when they were seven. And they're still great friends now that they're 26. Um, and uh, we bonded over, you know, kids, school, all that kind of stuff. And the, one of the things that we really bonded over is we both really like working out. Now, Nancy will argue she really hates it, but the reality is that she plays basketball, she goes running, she loves doing Pilates, she does weights. I love doing wild swimming. I like Bikram yoga. I used to like going running till my knee went. And so we had this love of, of, of doing sort of physical exercise. And one of the things we realized is that once we got into our leggings or whatever gym kit we were wearing, we often, if we didn't have anything in particular to dress up for, we'd find ourselves at six o'clock at night still wearing the same kit because it's so comfortable and it wicked away any sweat and it kept you feeling cool and it has some built-in magic that means that you never smell um and then if you wanted to wash it you just chucked it into a cold wash and boom the next day you could wear the same thing so we thought why is it that we have all this amazing cool clothing that we can wear for working out but why doesn't it, hasn't it been translated into everyday wear so that was where we saw a gap in the market and we thought do you know what? There's got to be a place for clothing like that because women are really busy. It doesn't matter if you're a young mom with young kids and you're trying to hold on a part-time job, or maybe you're in your 40s and you've got teenagers and you've got parents who are elderly and who need that help, and you're working a job and your partner is working. And, you know, you're just busy. Um, and people travel a lot and people just want to save time and they want to look good. And I think that our clothes fit into that because our clothes are not the hero pieces but they're all the pieces that you just grab because you know if you put it on you're not going to look crushed you're not going to get sweaty you're not going to look like a mess and at the end of the day unless you spill something right down yourself you can just throw it on the floor when you're tired and pick it up the next day and wear it or you can indeed wear it to bed which is what some people do yeah we have been known to wear our pieces to bed and wear them the next day and you wouldn't know and and we will say like Eileen says we're not the hero pieces we're the supporting act so you've got your wardrobe but you know often even if I'm not wearing cucumber on top I've got like a little cami top or something underneath it's the layers next to your skin we're all about our fabrics really yes yeah so let's talk about your fabrics because what was intriguing is what you just said which is you can wear it all day it doesn't wrinkle it doesn't crease and keep wearing it I mean usually you know by the end of the day you are pulling off whatever's stuck to you from the sweat of the day you don't stick Okay. And now how do you not stink? Okay. <laughs> or stink. Stick or stink. Yeah. Stink or stink. Say that 10 times fast. Yeah. 
It's the magic of our fabrics. So we spent a long time researching fabrics and fabric innovation is really developing a lot now. And uh, we've since, I mean, we launched just over three years ago. We use four different fabric types. Um, They all basically do the same thing, but they sort of work in a different way. So one of our fabrics has a volcanic mineral in it and um, which is embedded in the fabric and it's there for the lifetime of the garment and it never washes out and it keeps you, it's called a 37.5 because it keeps you at that core 37.5 temperature. So it keeps you feeling cool, you're not smelling, you're not... It, it just helps to regulate. And in fact, a lot of the technology is used in uh, sportswear because it helps with athletes. It helps with their timings. And different people have used it in different ways. And we've used it in a fabric that has a feel like a soft cotton jersey. So it feels super soft next to your skin. So it's lovely to wear. Um, but we've made it into sort of cami tops and uh, sort of shorts and uh, tracky bottoms, that kind of thing. So it's super comfortable. And and you really... I mean, it's. It, I kind of think that... Um, with modern technology, we're also used to washing everything because we've got washing machines, it's convenient. But actually, we all wash our clothes far too much and you just don't need to. And so, like Eileen says, unless you get a piece physically dirty, really, you hardly have to wash anything and it's really changing your mindset. Um, but if you do wash it, it really dries very quickly because everything wicks away. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's why we also say they're perfect for travel because you can rinse things out in a hotel bathroom and, uh, you know, they're, they're fresh the next day. Wow. So do you recommend not putting them in the dryer? I, I know I do. You don't need to dry our things. You, you don't even dry, say, no. wow. Because I know my athletic wear, I don't, I tend not to put in the dryer exactly. anyway. It works in the same way. You don't yeah. dry our things. Wow. The bo- so that also that. saves, I mean, we like to think, you know, we're, we're kind of, um, you know, we're sustainable and we make everything within a five mile radius and, and just the sustainable washing element. I mean, you really do save a lot of energy in the lifetime of a garment because you're hardly washing it. And when you are washing it, you're not tumble drying it, which obviously is less microfibers going into the ocean. So all those little things add up. I think right now our listeners are saying, you know, our demographic is 45 and up or 40 and up really. And they sweat. I mean, menopause, they're saying, okay, how is it humanly possible that my sweat is not going to number one smell or stain it and two what is wicking so if you could explain the connection with those two i think that would be helpful it is a type of science because what's really interesting is all this new fabric innovation is being driven not by fashion people not by designers or creatives it's being driven by scientists so for example one of the fabrics that we use is a technology a patented technology called 37.5 and that was created it was a brainchild of a physicist an american guy um, who as a young man was a physicist phd student i think traveled to japan one of his friends took him for a hot bath which is a very japanese thing speaking as someone who's ethnically japanese but it was a special type of bath it was a volcanic sand bath you get buried up to your neck in volcanic sand now he thought this is actually a little bit terrifying because I think I'm going to boil to death. Um, what actually happened was he found when he was buried up to his neck in hot sand is he felt really, really well. He felt his body felt like it was at this wonderful temperature and he couldn't understand it. So using his scientific brain, he went back and did a huge amount of research and started a company using volcanic minerals because he found, and please don't ask me for the tech side if it's <laughs> on the website, um, that using these volcanic minerals what it does is it allows it allows the fabric to cool your body it, it allows your fabric to try and remain at the 
perfect core temperature, human body temperature of 37.5. So if you're too hot, i.e. you're running, you're doing Peloton, you know, you're doing Bikram, it will help cool you down. If you are cold, obviously it keeps you warmer. Going Coming from the science point of view, th- th- these are all the things that help. So in terms of wicking, which was really the question, our fabrics work in different ways. So in fact, the 37.5 doesn't work in a wicking way. It works in a different way, but the ultimate aim is the same. And all wicking means is it's moving moisture from your body, i.e sweat away from your body through the fabric and released into the air as evaporated moisture um, and it the the some of the fabrics we use do use wicking so all it means is if you get hot and sweaty the fabric pulls the moisture away from your skin and it releases it into the atmosphere around you and that is why when you have these athletic fabrics they don't they're 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 hydrophobic they don't like water if you take one of our tops and you stick it in a bucket of water you'll pull it out it'll be practically dry if you take a cotton t-shirt and you stick it in a bucket of water it comes out a really heavy wet because cotton loves water it absorbs water to the max so that's why it's the worst thing to wear actually when you're feeling hot and sweaty Mm-hmm. And that's an interesting point, actually, because a lot of people say when you're hot and sweaty, particularly if you're going through the menopause, it's all about wearing natural fibres. Our fibres are not natural fibres. And actually, we found that it's the technical, you know, modern fibres that work a lot better. So, um, you know, our signature jersey, as we call it, is a technical fabric. And what they do is they cut the strands into very fine, thin pieces that are finer than human hair. And it's the way they weave them that means they repel the water and wick everything away. Whereas there might be other things made from similar fibres, but it's the way you knit them. That is so. How did you find this material? That is so amazing. So years of research. Yeah. And actually, we do test everything. So certainly before we launched our first collection, we had, oh, which got got to be about seven or eight different samples in, and we got a team of people to help us, and we tried things out. And, um, yeah, we found our first fabric because it was so popular, and uh, it worked for, I think, everybody who tried it. So um, that's how we started. And then as we've moved along, we've introduced new fabrics, mainly because, you know, we want to have different feels, you know, to them. So we also have a fabric called Feels Like Silk, which it's not a silk, but it's like a, it feels like a thick silk. And the point of that is it's got that little bit of luxury. And um, again, it wicks away. It doesn't, you know, it in the way like a silk shirt a beautiful silk shirt is fantastic but it needs to care you have to take it to the dry cleaners and you will sweat and you will smell in that whereas our clothes that that won't happen and you just shove it in the machine at the end of the day so it's wow. it's all about easy living easy care pieces that work for you for your wardrobe um and you know you want to look good still but you don't want the hassle how did you come up with the name Cucumber? A lot of brainstorming around it. And it's, it's funny. It's like choosing a name for your child. You know, it's really mm-hmm. difficult because you don't know what sort of personality they're going to have or if they're going to be tall or short or blonde or dark, whatever it is. And that was a little bit the same with us. And we, we started from the point where we thought, we'll have a pretty name. We'll have a name that's attractive, maybe a bit feminine, maybe just something that feels quite female. And then somebody just said, but your name doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You need a name that can resonate straight away. And so Cucumber, we just thought actually people get it straight away because even if when people don't have English as a first language they tend to get the association between being cool and a cucumber and we've deliberately branded our um, our logo at the moment is sort of navy blue and sort of bronzy um, bronzy gold um, so that it's not a sort of food looking cucumber but you get the still you get the associations of coolness of freshness and that's what we really wanted people to think of 
And particularly as we're very much about our fabrics, you know, we really are not a high fashion brand. We are about seasonless designs. It's all, we, are, we are really all about the fabric. So it's important we convey that straight away, that people know what we're on about. Picking up on what you just said, seasonless style, it, it's a great kind of moniker for what the design is because it's a lot of basics with, exactly. it's almost like a travel ready set. You've got t-shirts and shorts and dresses and you also have the cucumber cashmere. Can you talk about that brand? That yeah, it has, it's set. just a cashmere mix. It has a 9% cashmere. So it's, it's similar to our signature jersey, but it feels heavier and it's um, a little bit more luxurious. Um, and that's been really popular, actually. We've actually sold out now in our jumpsuit, but we still have the, uh, we call it a kimono throwover dress. And we just wanted something that was, um, yeah, just a little bit, felt a little bit more luxurious. Yeah. And your signature jersey, is, is, is that the most popular that you have? Um, yeah. Difficult to say. I think we yeah. started with that. So possibly if we look at sales over time, that's where we would have had the most sales. But actually, the Feels Like Silk has been super popular as well. And as Nancy said, the, you know, a lot of our cashmere has sold out. And I think that's because one interesting thing, certainly with you know women undergoing hormonal fluctuations, whatever age they might be, is you don't always feel hot. You know, you're not sweating 24 hours a day. You might, if it's a cold day, you might be feeling actually it's quite cool. So one thing that's been nice with the cashmere is that the cashmere mix is that on a cool day, you can put that on, gives you that warmth and that yeah. sort of luxurious softness that you get from, from the cashmere in it. Um, but then when you get hot, you're not trying to rip your clothes off because of that, that is a wicking fabric. So even if you feel hot, it's just going to pass and you'll be cool as a cucumber. When you go on your website, I, one of the things I like was that you have um, shop by purpose, which for women in midlife and beyond makes it very easy and manageable because sometimes when it says shop all, you're like, I don't have time to shop all. I'd rather shop with a purpose. So for example, you have yoga, you have working from home, sleepwear, and you actually have breastfeeding postpartum moms as well as menopausal. So you run the gamut for women in that respect. And then you've dressed it up. What made you come up with these kind of dress? It's a great idea, but what made you come up with the idea of dress with pur for, by purpose? Well, certainly I think with dress it up, because we say we are all about the pieces next to your skin and we want to make your wardrobe work harder. So it's all about taking a top, wearing it with jeans, wearing it with a sparkly skirt, you know, wearing pieces in different scenarios. Um, but I think because we are about our fabric, we found a lot of new mums were wearing us. Um, and for example, our feels like silk uh, ruffle top has a little uh, tie, which is very easy if you're breastfeeding. Similarly with our ballet top, it's got a little popper, but it's not exclusively for that, but it shows they're kind of breastfeeding friendly, if you like, little ways to make that easier for you. And obviously women who've just had children, you know, their hormones are fluctuating all over the place, similarly to menopause. Um, but we just felt a lot of, we, we just knew that a lot of people were coming to us for different reasons and like you say we wanted to make it simpler for them I mean we don't have a huge range but to help them choose from our experience of the different clients or customers who are buying things where they're buying and, and particularly I would say for menopausal women a lot of them the first problem they have is maybe sleeping at night so um, you know maybe more about traditional nightwear pieces for selling amongst uh, popular amongst people who are going through the menopause so we've kind of chosen it that way I mean everything works in the same way but we're trying to just help people choose depending on what reason they're coming to our site. On your website, I was reading about sizing and you say you kind of 
size up just a little bit, but you do have something on there on your website that will help you kind of determine your size. Is that correct? Yes, and I think actually um, one of the problems for companies who are mainly e-commerce like us, you know, most of our sales are online. We do sell through some shops, but um, most of our sales are online, either on our platform or on other platforms. Um, And one big problem for e-commerce brands is the returns because people buy something, they try it on and it's too tight, it's too short, it's too big, it's too small. We really haven't had that problem. We have an incredibly low returns rate. And I think it's partly because our clothing is very unstructured. So it's not bodycon, it's not super tight corset dresses and, you know, you know, body hugging clothing. But it's also because there is a bit of generosity in the sizing. Um, and I think people like that. And once they buy from us, they know if they want to go up or down a size, they might think, oh, this is maybe I like something really fitted. So they might go down. But for most people, they stick with their normal size and they they love it because it fits our brand, which is that it's relaxed and it's really easy. Um, I think for our wonderful customers in the USA and North America, um, obviously the sizing is different. But I think that's helpful, too, because, I mean, I'm actually from Canada. So when I go back to visit, it's always a bit confusing to know, do I go down one size? Do I go down two sizes? I think probably with us, it can be either, just depending on how you like the fit. But we're always happy to be contacted by customers. And people often call us, email, they direct message us. And we're happy to give personalized advice because sizing is, you know, it's an issue. And I also really like you have the recycling program where you can, oh, can you can talk about that. <laughs> or either one of you could talk about that. Um, well, we, we started, well, as Nancy said a bit earlier, we like to think of ourselves as trying to be sustainable as we can and one of the big things with sustainability is that the minute you make something you're not actually being sustainable you know you have a carbon footprint just being alive we have a carbon footprint and in fact Nancy did something really interesting the other day as part of a talk she was doing which was she had to measure her own carbon my personal carbon footprint is extra yeah it's uh, extraordinary how well there's so many things you don't realize you're doing just like Eileen says just being alive and for me you know I live in a I've had three children, and they've all left home now. So I'm in a house that's too big for two people. So just by doing that alone, I'm my carbon footprint isn't great. Another interesting thing is, and I'm just pulling it up now. You recently sent out an email about body awareness and body consciousness. Can you talk a little bit about? You seem to be doing some work with the Anti Diet Riot Club. What is that, and what are you? What is your intention with that connection? Um, well, so Becky, who um, started the Anti-Diet Riot Club, we only met quite recently. We were doing a panel talk on women's health um, and their bodies and sexual health, body positivity. And she was one of the panel members uh, along with uh, another lady. And we just thought Becky was great because because there is a huge amount. And I think particularly for young people now, there's there's always been a huge amount of pressure on men and women to look a certain way. And I think we believe that pressure has really increased um, in the last, well, since the advent of the internet, so in the last couple of decades, and certainly in the, particularly with the advent of smartphones and Instagram and social media. And what Becky's saying is essentially that let's not think about what we eat and what we do in terms of diets, because Yes, you want to be healthy, but do you want to spend your entire life being obsessed over being one pound, five pounds, 10 pounds, 20 pounds overweight and always feeling badly about yourself? So never feeling like you can look in the mirror and think, you know what, I'm happy. I'm happy with myself. I'm a good person. And I like the way that I look because I think for a lot of women, they just 
look in the mirror every day and they think, well, I look, my legs look okay, but actually my stomach's a little bit bloated today. I better not. And so she's just saying, well, I want to reject that. And I want to try a different way of living, which, which isn't about saying, I want everyone to be fat. Um, but it's rejecting the word for yourself yeah Yeah. and we've tried to reflect that in our clothing so when we launched we we did everything from a uk size 8 to a uk size 18 to try and be as inclusive as possible actually we now go from a well we actually got to size 20 in some styles or extra small to extra large because obviously as a small brand we can't cover everybody and we do get quite a lot of people emailing us asking if we can go you know maybe a few sizes up but it's just very difficult as a small brand but we try to be as inclusive as we can because you know women come in all shapes and sizes and um you know we want to be there to cater for as many as we can and i love on your website too you have you show different sizes on your website and that's that's just very encouraging and i think it's just inviting and like you said it makes you feel a little bit better when you're represented so yeah I yeah, think that's a good mm-hmm. way of putting it. Well, you want to see yourself when you go yes. on a website. You're not inclined to purchase something where a six foot model size two that's 25 is wearing it. It's just, you know, as a midlife woman, that's, I'm, I'm going to say, Oh, well, my daughter's 25, you know, maybe. And she's not six feet tall. She's barely five feet. So (laughs) that wouldn't work. It is very slow. We, on our podcast, we really try to promote brands that are body positive and aging positive pro aging, because it's time to change that narrative. So we are we really try to support brands like yours who are trying to change the narrative as well. Yeah, I, I think we'd agree with you also because we are those women. You know, we we Eileen and I started this. We're both in. Sorry, Ali, I'm going to say that we're both in our fifties. So, so, you know, we. We, so are we. So are we. I just wanted to share. She's happy we're putting out a bit, but you know, it, it. You understand the whole. You know, we want to be there for women of all. You know, just because I'm in my fifties doesn't mean I'm. I've given up that I don't want to look and feel good so we want to try and support those women someone checks out your website and they're they're like i want to try this what would you recommend to be like the first piece someone orders to try out the material and the brand very very good question i think i think coming back to your earlier point about shop by purpose it would probably depend on the sort of person they are so if they are a woman who's undergoing hormonal fluctuations for whatever the reason i would probably say start with a t-shirt start with a bit of sleepwear start with something where it you will find it might make the most difference immediately to your life if it's somebody who's living a very busy lifestyle travels a lot hopefully in the future <laughs> um you know and is always packing and unpacking and still wants to look good i'd say maybe start with our little ruffle top and shorts or a ruffle dress because that is such a fantastic multifunctional piece you can wear it next to the pool on the beach you can dress up you know with nice metallic flats go down to the market with a basket put a belt on it you can sleep in it you know put some wedges on have dinner under the stars you still look fabulous and it's and then you can roll it up in a ball squash it into the corner of your suitcase and go on to the next place um and yeah, so I think it probably depends on where people are coming from. But I, I would say for those people who are suffering from hormonal fluctuations, it is probably the jersey and probably something they're going to wear to bed for a start. And even with that, actually, I mean, if you take our V-neck dress, that's, um, we've had a lot of customers wear that to bed, but also it's got a very nice, slight sort of um, wasted, a lot of people put a nice big belt on and then they might wear it out in the day as well. So you know, the point is to try and think of things in different scenarios and different settings so you can, you know, wear it in all different ways. Oh, I love the packing idea, though, too. That just immediately when you said that, I was like, oh, 
you could, because it washes so easy, like you said, you could just do it in your hotel room. Sure. That would take up just such a small amount if you use these. Uh, these Hopefully clothing. one day we'll be going through those yes, short breaks someday, again. <laughs> someday, someday, yes. yes. We have faith that it will happen. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of the hopes of traveling again, I know this past year everybody has had to pivot in their businesses. How has Cucumber Clothing pivoted in this past very challenging year? Well, um, actually, what's really interesting is when it all happened, I don't know what it was like for, for, for everyone over on the other side of the pond, but certainly here, we went from having everybody on Christmas vacation, going off somewhere sunny, then ski holidays, and then we have this huge racing event um, called Cheltenham, Cheltenham, which is on every year in hundreds Horse of Horse racing. Horse racing. Mm-hmm. And that went ahead, even though people are like, mm, I'm not sure if this is a good idea. And then suddenly it was like the iron curtain came down and we were in lockdown. It was all, it was all crazy. So no, and we had had so many plans going forward. We had loads of speaking events planned. We had a whole PR contract rolling out, a new collection, everything. And so we really had to speedily pivot. But what is interesting is maybe it's a combination of the fact that we are a leisure wear brand, that we make everything not only in England, but in London. So in terms of supply chain we were in a really great place because we could we make everything within a five mile radius we are literally so we know our whole supply chain which means like Arlen said we can just visit them so that made things a lot easier exactly and then on top of that I I think uh, in North America there's a show called Shark Tank Mm-hmm. Um, and here it's called Dragon's Den. So we had been filmed oh, on yes. eighteen months earlier. And basically had been told, oh, it's probably not going to be shown. Well, I think they ran out of TV to show, so they showed <laughs> us right near the beginning of lockdown. Then they showed it another two times, and that, that has an audience of three million people. Mm-hmm. So oh. you know what? It wasn't as bad as it could have been, as all I said. We, we had a decent year considering everything and better than the year before, which is kind of amazing. Um, so this year will be the interesting year as things open up, as people move away from leisure wear. You know, it will be interesting to see what happens as people start going shopping back, you know, on the high street. Um, but it, I can't, you know, luckily for us on a personal level, for both of us and on a professional level, it was not nearly as bad as we thought that it could be. And in fact, in many ways, we were taken on by about half a dozen e-commerce platforms. We're now stocked in a store in Berlin and Amsterdam. We're going to be stocked in a store in Hong Kong. And all of this happened during lockdown. Yeah. So it's a, it was a very strange time. I don't understand. And also, I would just add to that, for us, it gave us a bit of breathing space as well. So we kind of you know, it gave us time to re-look at our website and we held some focus groups. And because of lockdown, what was interesting is, you know, we like, we really encourage customer feedback. And we really like to know what our customers want because that's the only way we can improve. Um, and we decided to hold some focus groups. And because we were doing everything on Zoom, we had people from all over the world. It wasn't just people who live locally to us. And I think if it hadn't been for lockdown or if lockdown had never happened, we wouldn't have thought of that. So we had someone calling in from America, someone calling in from Iraq. We had, uh, you know, some people from Europe and then from all over the UK. And it really gave us a bigger view of who our customer is and what they want because our customers aren't all local to us. So, um, you know, it's had some positives as well. Where can, you were saying that, yes, the cucumberclothing.com has it. Where else can people find, especially in the U.S., where can they find cucumber? Um, Well, either online or we're also stocked on one American online store called Alioop. We don't have any bricks and mortar in the U.S. at the moment, but if any listeners out there want to introduce us to people, we'd happily follow it up. Um, Never know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
so yeah it, the best way probably is from our our store which is uh cucumberclothing.com and you do ship international we ship yes. worldwide and we do not charge for shipping oh wow thank great. you that's great that, that's great by the way that's huge especially that if we're in the u.s huge. and we want to yeah purchase it you know we also wanted to talk to you about the circularity of the clothing can you talk a little bit about that sure um so that was something that we thought about um very deeply because as a small company we are very flexible we can make decisions really quickly so for instance we realized there's one point in our chain where we're using plastic bags which was what the factory used to put our clothes into going to to, to warehouse and we just thought actually want to take that out so we could you know it's just nancy and me so we made the decision we did some research let's do it yeah, we found this amazing um, vegetable starch bag, which just turns back into carbon and hydrogen. You can compost in your garden. So that's an example of that. And another area, we were talking a lot about circularity. And for us, again, as a small company, some things are difficult. We, we don't have this huge process. We don't have lots of huge factories or anything like that. But we, what we thought we could do is we can just say to all our customers, we offer this to anybody who's bought cucumber in the past, is when you get tired of your piece of clothing, because we reckon you might get a little bit bored of it before it actually wears out, because our clothes are very long lasting um, and very well made. Um, you can send it back to us in any state. That's fine. Just post it back to us. Um, we will give you 10% off your next order order and we'll make sure that it's reused in some way whether it's repurposed as sample fabrics even shredded or if it's in good condition then we'll make sure that it's um, given on to be um, recycled as clothing um, and that's just our our way to try and ensure there's a bit of circularity in our chain and that things don't go to waste for no reason that is fantastic. That's wonderful. Yeah, that is. Because that's something as a consumer. And I think you guys touched on this before, that no matter what you do, you're doing, just being alive, you're leaving the carbon footprint. And I love clothing, but that is something that does bother me is, yes. oh, I'm buying I mean, something else. The other thing we new. try and yeah. do, actually, is we use um, our offcuts to make masks. So we use that um, in collaboration with our social enterprises. So we support various different social enterprises. And um, so because... As we keep saying, our fabric is so great at wicking away sweat notice. We use it to line the masks, and then on the outside, we buy offcuts of cotton or cotton poly. Um, and that's another way we can try not to have any wastage. So we will make sure to have all this information in the show notes for our listeners. But we want to thank you both for coming on, Nancy and Eileen. We really appreciate it. We wish you the best of luck on cucumber clothing and i think our listeners are ready to travel and travel comfortably and easily we're ready to travel with them yes <laughs> yeah we may show up at your doorstep if we're traveling and to do less laundry so these clothing, oh yeah i was so many selling points there the, the less laundry the travel the right. not smelling bad, all of it, not ironing, all of those are just great. Thank you so much, Nancy and Eileen of Cucumber Clothing. That is so interesting, just the technology behind it and the fact that you can take these clothing pieces with you anywhere and that they won't wrinkle and that you could just put them in your suitcase and you're not going to take as much stuff and that that can be fashionable and they're basic pieces that you want to have in your everyday wardrobe. Um, I just am really fascinated by it all and I love the sustainability. I love the fact that you can return and get a discount if you if you've worn it enough and you just are tired of it and it's not worn out, which it, it doesn't probably, matter. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter the condition. Right. So it, it'll probably take a lot to wear these 
pieces of clothing. Out. She said, she said, you'll probably get tired of it before you'll get tired of it before they're worn out. Gosh, imagine that. That rarely ever happens. To right. Me. Yeah. <laughs> and guys, this is the, the final episode of season two. It's done. We are so excited for season three. Make sure you hit that subscribe button because we start on September 29th. We have some great features to add. We've got some new additions. We've got some really cool partnerships. And most of all, we just have so much information and amazing guests that are ready to talk about midlife and beyond. So please make sure to subscribe. Tell your friends about our podcast. Thank you for a wonderful year. Thank you to my co-host, Bridget, who I could oh, not thank do this you, without. Colleen. Oh my gosh, I couldn't do this without Colleen ever. She's such a go-getter. So <laughs> it just the things that pop in her head, she's getting better, not at three in the morning. She She's, you know, she puts it off until at least seven before I hear about I it. I let you sleep. <laughs> I could just sleep and everything. So it, it's working out great. Great. But I'll have to say, my husband has been catching up on podcasts and he said, Bridget, you know what? Those are really good episodes. And I know that your target audience is midlife women, but you know, men could really get a lot out of those podcasts. So if you hear a really great particular episode and you think your husband needs to hear that or your any male in your life, your brother, your dad, whoever, play that episode for them. Really, it's true. There's a lot yes. of information here that goes beyond just being about women in midlife and it really talks about midlife topics. So great idea, yes. Bridget. Thank mm-hmm. you, John, for mentioning. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great day, guys. Get ready for season three because the next episode you listen to, it'll be it. Bye. <laughs>